This is the Detroiter covering sports in the Motor City in the Mitten State, presented by the Second String and the SecondString.com. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Right off the top, folks, if you bleed green, if you're a Michigan State Spartan, you're a Michigan State fan, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that we put out some of the most fire, heat, flame equipment in the history of the streetwear, sportswear industry, the Peach Bowl tele, or I almost said television. <laughs> The Peach Bowl T, the Peach Bowl design. We got the crew neck 2021 design, the Peach Bowl champs in the store, the secondstring.com. Some of the most fire stuff we've ever done. Kind of wanted to do the, the Victor's design we did. Michigan fans, you know, after they won the Big Ten, that Victor's design did so well, had such a great reception. Everybody was clamoring, where's the Michigan State one? Where's the Peach Bowl? Where's the Peach Bowl? Fuck, guys. I serve you. I'm here for you guys. You want the peach bowl? I'll give you the goddamn peach bowl. Quit. You know, I'll give you the, it's my pleasure to give you the goddamn peach bowl. You think I don't want to give you the peach bowl? All I want to do is give you the goddamn peach bowl. So here's take the peach bowl. It is fire though. Kept it in the same theme. I kind of wanted it to be, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. I kind of wanted it to be like a twin flame type situation. The Aiden Hutchinson Victor's uh, design was like a play on Wolverine. Because he's the comic, the Wolverine, the character, the comic book, and then the Michigan Wolverines. If that, do you get that there? Um, so I kind of wanted it to like do it comic book style. And then when I did this MSU one, I was like, fuck it. I kind of want, I like that. I want to do, I'm not going to wear that Michigan one. It was the sickest design ever, but I'm not going to wear it. I kind of want to do something like that that I will wear for my MSU people. And we, the peaches and green. Peaches and green. Are you kidding me? That's fucking genius, bro. That should have been the, I don't know what the headline of the Detroit free press was the day after that peach bowl win. It should have been peaches and green though. Whatever it was, it should have been peaches and green because peaches and cream. It's a snack that people ate in like the sixties. I think I don't, I hope not. I hope people don't still eat that peach. What even is peaches and cream? Is it peaches and cottage cheese? Like that's what I think of. I don't know what cream that exactly is referring to like whipped cream, just cream of any kind, like custard cottage cheese. I don't know what kind of cream it's referring to. I'm not so certain. I'd like to find out. As a matter of fact, I am very certain that I wouldn't like to find out. So we went peaches and green rather than peaches and cream. Kind of nice play on words, the font suite. We had the peaches exploding out of the back, similar to the orange bowl one. Um, And then it's a Spartan instead of a Wolverine. It's a Spartan. And it looks fucking awesome. It's a must-have. The thing is, the thing I want to do, as you guys know, if you're a listener, if you follow me on TikTok, if you follow the brand, what I want to do is obviously make this huge. I want to build the best Detroit sports fan community. Like when I think of Detroit sports or Detroit sports media, rather, I think of the traditional like 97-1. Um, I think of, I don't know, like the people that fucking – go on, go on television. Like, I don't even know who I am thinking of like the Fox two reporters. Like who, when you hear Detroit sports media or like Detroit sports personality or community, like, what do you, I'm like Mike Valeni, not like at the fucking radio station. And it still blows my mind that people actually listen to radio. How do you do that? 
when I think of Boston, I'm like, oh, Dave Portnoy. You think of Chicago, there's like 10 different guys that I think of. I want to do that for Detroit. I want to create an environment, create a community. Obviously, yes, I'd like, ideally, I've said it a million times. I'm not going to like sit here and act like I want to do this for free forever. Ideally, yes, I'd like to one day get paid. Like I'd like to, I don't need to live anywhere sweet. I'd like to just be able to afford rent afford food and then maybe a couple beers on the weekend by talking about Detroit, Michigan, Michigan state sports, and then doing the other stuff. We'll make jokes about life. We'll make jokes about other sports events. That's my ideal end game. But within that, I want to make, I want to build something where it's similar to barstool. Like you see someone wearing a barstool thing. You're like, if you're a fan, obviously there may be people listening that don't like it, but you see them walking on the street with a barstool shirt. You're like, Oh shit. Like I'd probably, Oh nice. I'd probably be friends with that guy right? Or you see their shirt and you're like, oh, hot. I know what that's from. That's cool. I want to do that for Detroit. Much smaller scale, obviously. I want to do that for Detroit. I want to create clothes. Like I want to create a design every year. The Victor's design for Michigan, the peaches and green design for MSU. I want to create a design every year that encapsulates that football season. When MSU's 11 and two and Michigan's 12 and two, a lot easier to do it than when they're fucking seven and six, right? Nobody's really fired up to get the bowl win design when they're seven and six. But I want this shirt to like, you You have that shirt and you love that shirt because not only is it unbelievable, not only is the d- design unbelievable, not only does it fit you well, not only is it comfortable, but when you not even wear it, when you see that shirt hanging up in your closet, you're like, damn. That was a fun year. Like we won a lot of games. We won more games than we were supposed to. We had Kenneth Walker. Damn, that was so fun. I want to like bring, I want to create a design every year that you, you're instantly transported to like, oh man, what a fun season. You're thinking about that season. You're thinking about good times. The shirt is synonymous with like happy thoughts. Michigan fans, that's what I wanted it to do for you guys too. When you see that Victor's shirt or sweater hanging up in your closet, forget wearing it when you just see it i want you to be like damn dude that's fucking awesome that they won the big 10 went to the orange bowl that's fucking awesome and i'm so glad i have this shirt to commemorate it forever i'm so glad i can wear it out and just let people fucking know dude and that's the most unsaid thing like people don't realize i'm kind of tooting my own own horn here but what am i gonna do come on here and tell you how mediocre the shirts and the designs i sell are that'd be what the hell is that that's like a comedian going on stage and the first thing he says is, I'm not that funny. What? I, what? Then why the fuck are you here? You get those shirts. I promise you. The number one thing I love about the designs I make and wearing them out and wearing them around, especially if you're in Michigan, if you're in Detroit, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you wear one out to the bar, you wear it to the goddamn grocery store, dude. You could wear it to the fucking morgue where nobody's going to see you. One of those corpses would sit up and be like, that's a sweet shirt, dude. Where'd you get it? It's it's a compliment magnet. You wear that Victor shirt out in Ann Arbor. I promise you minimum 10 people are stopping you going, dude, that's unbelievable. Where'd you get it? I promise you stand out. That's the other reason I want to do it. I want to create something that doesn't exist. You can go to fanatics and get the fucking gray t-shirt with the state logo on it and look like the other 10 million people out there that have that shirt where you can support the future of Detroit sports fans. You can get a design that looks like nothing else on the market. You can get a design that will catch people's eyes more than anything else on the market. You can do it at an affordable price. You can support yours truly. I want to build something. We're on the way. 
I can I said it at the end of the year. We're on the way. I feel the momentum building, but these shirts play a part. Like the the brand. I know for now, like the biggest part of the conglomerate, the Detroiter slash second string conglomerate, is the TikTok, which is awesome. I'm happy. I fucking love making those videos and trying to think of funny shit to say. But I want the brand. I want the clothes. I want the shirts. I want the art to like. I want it to get there too. I want people like you wear out. You're the victors. You, you, you're a Michigan fan. You wear that out in Ann Arbor and someone's like, oh shit, you're like, you know, that Detroiter guy where you got the second string, like you got it there. I want that to become a thing. You wear the peaches and green shirt to East Lansing next fall. And I want someone after, after the first person comes up and is like, holy shit, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get it? I want the next person to go, oh, I know where you got it. You, dude, the Detroiter. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of that guy too. Yeah, I have one of his shirts. Like I wanted to do that. I want to create that bond between people where when you see them, when you bump into them and you get to talking, you, you're like, oh, we're friends already. We're already, fr- we're of the same tribe. That's what I'm trying to do. And I have a ton of stuff planned to do that even further that isn't based around the shirts. Um, I'm very excited for this next year. But anyways, that was a fucking major tangent, major, major tangent. Point is, if you're a state fan, go to the secondstring.com. Check out that shirt. It's fucking fire. It's probably it's the last football stuff we'll put out, at least as far as the designs go. We already have stuff that exists, so there's old designs there. But it's the last new design for Michigan or Michigan State football that we'll put out until next fall. So get your hands on it. You got six, seven, eight more months until you got to worry about re-upping for tailgate season once again. Check it out. And who cares, dude? Wear it to a basketball game. Wear it to the bar for a basketball game. Who gives a fuck? Wear it to the bar anyways. It's the the, the designs, dude, the art. I, ugh, I can't stress it enough. Anyways, just give it a chance. Take a quick break. Going to keep it shorter today. I know I've mentioned this a couple times now, but um, – recently relocated to California for my actual job. Um, recently, even more recently, as of two days ago, moved into my apartment. So my life is a shit show. That's why this is coming out on a Friday, not a Thursday. That's why if I miss a TikTok, but like I post irregularly, I'm, I'm not as active. It's because I'm trying to pretty much create my entire life. I was living with my parents before this. I didn't, it wasn't like, oh, pack up all your shit and go. It was Oh, buy all of your shit, install all of your shit, set up all of your shit, put away all of your shit, clean up the shit mess. Like all of, I'm doing a million things every day. I'm ordering things. Every time I buy stuff, it's like, Oh wait, I need this stuff now. Like my life's kind of a shit show. Um, I, I am still thinking about this. I want to do this. I cannot wait until I have my couch and I have my bed and I have my TV. And then when I get home from work, it's not like, Oh my God, I got to do a million things. I can just sit down, fucking rip a podcast, sit there, watch the Red Wings, watch MSU hoops, make a tick, like just chill out. I cannot wait. Do what I actually want to do instead of thinking I'm Ty Pennington, which turns out I'm not. You watched a few episodes of Home Improvement. Everybody thinks they can be Ty Pennington. Let me be the first to tell you, you can't. You do not have what it takes. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to talk about, I kind of want to, I talked about it a little bit last week. Kind of set the agenda for the next few months. The Lions, last game of the year this Sunday. Um, Michigan State's done. Michigan's done. Football-wise, football's done, which fucking sucks because goddamn do I love it. I want to set the schedule. I want to, we'll touch a little bit of Pistons today. We'll touch some Red Wings. The Tigers are irrelevant. 
We'll touch a little bit of college hoops today, maybe like five minutes each. Just kind of want to set the tone for what to expect from now on. I think we're still going to roll for now with the two episode a week schedule. Um, one of the episodes next week will be a let's just talk about the Michigan State season. Let's just talk about Michigan season, like a, a year in review. One of the episodes will maybe that same episode will be year in review Detroit Lions. And then the following week, I think one of the episodes will be let's look ahead for Michigan State. Let's look ahead for Michigan. Let's look ahead for the Lions. And then after that, so after two weeks from now, we're going to be done with football until something big happens or whatever. And then in the meantime, it'll be the Pistons. It'll be the Red Wings. It'll be Michigan State and Michigan basketball, which Michigan Michigan basketball is <laughs> The only thing that talking about there is just how fucking ass they are. Uh, they're making that the case. They want me to dance on some graves. Um, so that's kind of what you have to look forward to. That's kind of the plan as of now with football ending. It sucks. It sucks that football is ending. I've said this before too. When I started the podcast and I kind of had the idea of like, damn, dude, I want to, I don't know. Like I like to talk about sports. I think about sports. I read about sports when I'm home from work, not doing shit. Why not talk about it? Why not try to make some money off it? Why not? If I don't try, I'll never know. And if I'm not trying, what am I doing? Just sitting around fucking watching Netflix all day. I may as well at least try. I kind of all started that because of football, just because I it's my fucking favorite. I, I, I'm obsessed with it. So we'll see how this goes now without without any of that. And that's kind of the reason too, this was once a week, this, this episode or this podcast, we do it for like an hour once a week. And I moved the two a week because it was like one episode. We just got to talk football. The other episode, maybe like we'll do the other stuff. It might still just be football anyway. So I think for the time being, we'll continue with the two episodes a week format, but who knows, dude, March might roll around Michigan's dead. The piston. I mean, the pistons are already dead. Like, they're not going to really fill any time for me anyway. I I just I I can't. I'm not an NBA guy to begin with, and then you're going to be the worst team in the league. Like I I just can't. I can't get myself to do it. I'm sorry. So it's going to be Red Wings and college hoops. I don't know if that'll fill two episodes a week. I'm going to try. I could talk about the Red Wings for days. I don't know how many people want to hear about the Red Wings for days. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, let me take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some Pistons beating the Bucks. Although I think I may, I can't remember if I already talked about them. We'll talk some Pistons. We'll talk a little bit of Red Wings. We'll talk a little bit of college hoops. We'll get out of here. Quick break. We're back. All right. I'm going to do my best. (laughs) Every time I come on here and I'm like, I'm only going to talk for this many minutes. I fucking triple it. I'm going to do my best. Hold me to it. I I need like a buzzer. Hold me to it. I'm going to do my best. We're going to just five minutes each, five minutes Pistons, five minutes Red Wings, five minutes Michigan, five minutes Michigan State. I'm going to do my best. (laughs) Let's start with the Pistons. Beat Milwaukee the other night for the first time in like 16 games, or that was the 17th. How do you lose to a team 16 times in a row? And you know what's funny? The Tigers just did that same shit against Cleveland. They lost like 20-something times in a row. How do you let that happen in sports like baseball? and basketball where they're very much so like you should just win some games. Like nobody should win all of the basketball games. Nobody should win all of the baseball games. No matter how good you are, you should win some fucking games. It's basketball. You should just have nights where you're hot, except the Pistons don't. 
Um, good for them. I'm glad that they won. Like, I like when Detroit teams are good. I would prefer that the Pistons were good. Just because I don't follow them, just because I don't watch them and I'm not on here talking about them every week, doesn't mean I don't like them. Like, I would enjoy the Pistons. I do enjoy I don't know if I even enjoy the Pistons. I almost just lied to you guys. I do root for them, though. Like I, I would like them to be good. If there was a team, you say, who's your NBA team? Who who do you want to win the NBA championship? I'd like to see the Detroit Pistons win the NBA championship. Now, the issue is, the question isn't, who do you like? Who would you like to see win? The The question is, can you physically put yourself through watching the Detroit Pistons? And the answer to that is, is a very resounding no, I can't. Because why would I? Because they're awful. They they added Cade. They added the thing that it was like, all right, last year was the worst that it can possibly be. And they're somehow still the fucking worst or second to worst, excuse me. I don't really understand how that adds up. And they don't have, you could say, oh, the Lions are always the worst. For sure, dude, for sure. The problem with the Pistons is, they don't have the benefit of the doubt of being an NFL team, right? Like the Lions, I'm going to be tuned in for every year. Yeah, they're the second worst. I, I misspoke. The Magic are the worst team in, in the NBA. Pistons are the second worst team in the NBA. The Pistons don't have the luxury of being the Detroit Lions. They don't have the, the luxury of playing football. Like the Lions, don't like this season, by week eight, like I'm checked out on the Lions. I still watch the games because it's once a week. It's Sunday. I'm watching football anyway. I do like to see – I do care more. So I do like to see like, oh, you know, are any of the young guys playing well? How do they look? Is Dan Campbell – the Pistons, I just – if you're going to be dog shit for, I don't know, 12 years in a row, it's like, bro, I just can't care. Like of the three or of the four major sports to begin with, the one I'm least concerned with is the NBA. And then you throw in the fact that my hometown team hasn't been good since 2009. Um, yeah, dude, like I'm just like, I'm just not going to follow them. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to. And I've said it a million times, the people that do God bless you. God bless your soul. I don't know how you do it. You must fucking love basketball, which is the craziest part too. Like, I love college basketball. I love watching it. I love playing basketball. I love just going alone and getting, like, putting up shots, dude. I love everything about basketball except for Detroit Pistons basketball. That's, like, the Warriors are on. I live in California now. They're on TV a lot. Like, yeah, I'll watch fucking Steph Curry at Cook. Are you kidding? Yeah, dude, I'll watch that for a little bit. No, I'm not like, oh, shit, the Warriors are on. I got to sit down and watch. But, like. I'll throw them on like nothing else is on. Yeah, dude. I'll put them on in the background. Pistons. Eh, roll the Seinfeld. Like I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm happy they beat Milwaukee. Like that's an embarrassing stat to lose to a divisional rival 16 straight times. That's fucking goddamn. That's pathetic. Glad they won. I know Cade's been good. I know Cade's played well. That is the one thing I've like tried to pay attention to is, has Cade at least been good? Because that's all, I mean, come on. That's all we can do. We've said it a million times with the Red Wings, been there with the Tigers. We're kind of there with the Lions right now. Like when you're in these just wasted seasons, you just got to look for the young guys, got to look for the positives. At least Cade's been good. I know Sadiq has turned it on lately, the last like five, 10 games. He was fucking brutal to begin the year. I watched a handful of games at the start of the year and he was awful. I didn't see him make a three. I maybe watched four games. I didn't see him make one three. He shot him. 
He tried. I didn't see him make a single one. So it's good that he's bouncing back. Cade's been good. It's just like what sucks about the Pistons is like we just had the number one pick. We just had the thing where it's like, all right, you've been terrible for a while. Here's your reward. Now you got to get better. We just had that. And we're still the second worst team in the NBA. Like, how how am I supposed to be hopeful about that? Like, we're not going to get the number one pick again. They're going to get a good pick. I'd be surprised if they got the number one pick again. Like, hopefully they get a top three. I haven't really looked at the NBA mocks. Who's there? I know Ben Shero. Um, there's another tall dude. I can't remember his name. If they get a top three pick, hopefully whoever they're taking is an impact guy. But, like, it's tough to get riled up and invested when we just got the number one pick. We got this floor general, and I love Cade. Like, when I've watched him play, he's awesome. He plays defense. He's a good leader. He tries. He's unbelievable playmaker. He can score. Like, he's fucking sick at basketball. And we're still so far away. Like, that's what kills me. We just got the number one pick and we're still so fucking far away, like so far away from being good. It's just depressing. Like, how do I get jazzed up about that? I can't, dude. I, I like, I can't get jacked up about that. I can't, um, but it is what it is. I don't know. I'm going to try to talk about it more, but like, I can't promise anything. <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. What I do want, what the heart does want, is Detroit Red Wings hockey. What the heart does fucking love more than anything on earth, Detroit Red Wings hockey. And this is the thing. This is the difference between the Pistons and the Wings. Like, I know the Pistons aren't going to win it. I mean, I know the Wings aren't going to win it all. I know the Wings probably won't even make the playoffs, but that's fine. They're they're close. They're competitive. They give you a reason to watch. Like, I'm excited. It's the the game tonight against Anaheim got canceled, got postponed. Like, I'm bummed out. I, I, I'm excited when the Red Wings are on. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to go home and watch the Red Wings. That sounds like a great time. That sounds like exactly what I would like to do this evening. Like, this is going to be awesome. Lucas Raymond may do something cool. Mo Sider might do something cool. Joe Valeno might do something cool. Dylan Larkin's for sure going to do something cool. There's so many reasons to watch. They bust their ass. The first line is as good as any in hockey, and I don't don't give me Edmonton because guess what? Guess who's neck and neck in points with Edmonton? The Detroit Red Wings. The first line is electric. The rookies have been unbelievable. Nadelkovich in that LCA, you can tell too. I still don't think it's at like peak hockey town. This place is a madhouse. You will lose. You've lost the game before it even drops. I don't think we've gotten to that point yet. We still we need like a playoff series or two before LCA gets back to like the Joe form of like you're a visiting team coming to play at LCA. Like you you feel like you've already lost or you're already down a goal or two before the game even starts. I think it's on the way though. I think LCA this year, the home atmosphere, the crowd, the energy in the stadium took a step up. Like watching on TV, it feels like people care more. Feels like the people are louder. Feels like they care more. Feels like they want to be a part of the game more. Where before it was like the people that were going to Red Wings games, it was like, oh yeah, like I got these tickets for free, may as well, right? Where now it's, dude, let's go to the Red Wings game. They've been awesome at home. They're fun to watch. It's going to be a great time. Like there's been a change in the energy, a change in the attitude surrounding the Red Wings, especially from the fan perspective. And it's follow it, the team, they're following suit of the team. 
This was supposed to be another wash year for them. And it may still be. They may still end up in the lottery with a fucking, what, 1% chance at Shane Wright. May still end up being a wash. But this year is a revive the fan base year. We talked about it with the Tigers where it's like, at some point, you just have to stop being bad because people are going to stop caring. Like, I understand this year for the Tigers, for instance, and same for the Red Wings. Like, it'd probably benefit the Red Wings more to just be the worst team in the NHL, leave Raymond down for another year, leave Saturday, and be the worst team in the NHL, maybe get Shane Wright or get another top-tier talent, and then next year go. Like, that's pro- that would probably be the best course of action as far as, like, highest chances of winning a cup. Tigers, same thing. Like, for the, the longevity of the franchise and – maximizing the opportunity to win a world series. It probably makes the most sense to leave torque and green down, but, but, but at some point when you're the red wings, when before this year, you've been bad since 2016, when you're the tigers where you've been bad since 2016 at some point, right? Even if it maybe isn't the optimal time, maybe even if you could use one more draft pick at some point, You have to just attempt to be good. You have to just all hands on deck. Fire the guns that you have in an attempt to be good for no other reason than to just keep people interested. Like you you can be bad for a few years and people will care. People will still watch the games. People will still follow. They'll click on the articles. They'll buy the merch. They'll go to the games. It hits a point though where it becomes like, okay, like not, do you care at some point it's, does the owner care? Cause this is the seventh year in a row where we're fucking bad. Like I'm, I'm going to stop caring. If you, if you don't care, like why would I care when the guy in charge of the team apparently doesn't, he has no interest in making improvements. Why should I spend my money? Why should I waste my time? Why should I research and read about the thing? Like at some point you have to, you have to make the commitment or make the effort to be good, to start to garner the fan base. Like the Red Wings. The Red Wings will always have fans. The Red Wings could be the worst team in the NHL, and they fucking have been, as we all know. And they'll go out to L.A. They'll go to New York. They'll go to Florida. And they'll play in arenas that are 50% Red Wings fans. They'll always have people at the games. They'll always sell jerseys. But at some point, they need to compete to – acquire and keep the diehards. If you want people tuning in on Fox sports, Detroit every night, watching the wings, you need to compete. If you want people buying the jerseys, buying more jerseys, going to all the game, you need to compete. Like when you're bad for so long, people that did care, the casuals that do care that maybe they'll watch like 20 Red Wings games a year. They'll go to a handful, right? When they're in the playoffs, they'll watch the playoff games. Those people fade each year that you're bad you lose fans tigers same shit every single year that they're you're bad fewer people come to the games fewer people tune into the games fewer people are talking about you it dwindles it dwindles and every team has bad years that's how sports sports are cyclical you'll have 10 15 years where you're good competing and then you'll have 5 10 years where you're trying to get back to the competing stage that's how it goes right the 25 years of the red wings 25 years in the playoffs like that's an anomaly that doesn't fucking happen there's a reason that's a record 
so I'm happy that the Red Wings, for that reason, like even if this season doesn't end in a playoff race, or maybe even if they kind of fall off early and by March they're out of it, I'm happy that this season they're at least a attempting to win as many games as they can because they've done things. I think last year even where it's like, all right, this seems like they would just rather lose more games and get better draft picks, which is fine. Like I said, it makes sense, but I'm happy that now they want to win. They're making the attempt to win. The team plays like they want to win. The team plays like they believe they can win, no matter who's across from them, which I fucking love. And even if it doesn't work out, even if they're out of the playoffs by March, so many people have bought back into the Red Wings this year. So many people that are laissez-faire that maybe, you know, they'll follow them on Twitter or read about, like, see the Lucas Raymond highlight. People are becoming aware because those people that see the Lucas Raymond highlights or the Mo Sider highlights, and all of a sudden they're asking around, wait, we got a couple 19-year-olds that are just frying the league right now. Wait, we're, like, hanging around a playoff spot right now because of these rookies? Those same people next year, when you add a couple more rookies, when you add another free agent, you make a signing like we want to win. Those fans, now they're going to the games. Now they're like, hey, the Red Wings are on. We should watch them. Like it snowballs. And then LCA becomes a more fun place to go, a more fun place to play. Like it's all a snowball. I love where the Red Wings are at. I'm going long on them. I'm fucking going over my five minutes. I love them. I love the way this team's playing. Dylan Larkin's been unfucking real. All of you people who were hating on him. Oh, he's not a one center. He just doesn't have it offensively. You can suck my and Dylan's balls. He's always had it. He needs playmakers. Hockey's not a one-man game, for Christ's sake. He's not Connor McDavid. Nobody is. The team's fun to watch. They play together. They play scrappy. They don't take anybody's shit, right? They've got playmakers. They've got young talent. It, it fires me up talking about the Red Wings. They're truly the only Detroit team where – I can just sit and like think about them and I get excited. I can think about next. I can think about this year where, like I said, I know they're probably, I know they won't win the Stanley cup. I know they probably won't make the playoffs. I can still sit here and think about the wings and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to see what these young guys do. I'm excited to see how they play tonight. I'm excited to see who we got and who we need to fucking move out of here to Kaiser Rasmussen. I'm excited. I can't wait for the future. The future is arriving, and it's beautiful. And with that, with that, I'd like to say, I already mentioned it earlier, we're going to do more Red Wings. Now that football's over from now until, I don't know, April, May, we're going to do more Wings. We're going to just talk about the game. Like once a week, we'll just talk about whatever games they've played. We'll talk about the future, what we need changed, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about the Red Wings. All right, one more break. Michigan, Michigan State basketball. Michigan State, Michigan. So, as it stands right now, I'm recording this Thursday night. As it stands, they're supposed to play Saturday. I know everything I see on Twitter, apparently Michigan's got a massive COVID outbreak. They don't want the smoke. So oh, Tough, tough for them. Tough for Michigan. Really feel for those kids. Don't want the smoke. Hope they feel better. Health is the most important thing. They don't want the smoke. For sure, get healthy. Take care of your bodies. Don't endanger anyone else. As of now, they're supposed to play. As of now, everything I see on Twitter, though, it's like, oh, they're 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 not going to play. It's eminent. They're not going to play. So we'll see. So for that reason, I'm not going to talk about the matchup. I, I should talk about the matchup, but like, what is the matchup? Michigan fucking sucks. Like, what what am I going to say? Michigan fucking terrible. They're awful. 
I haven't watched them enough. That's another team I'd like to watch more. I follow plenty of Michigan people. I talk to plenty of Michigan people. They're a joke. They can't shoot. They can't pass. They're Swiss chaise on the defensive end. They fucking stink. And you know what's crazy? Is Michigan State, while we're good, we're a top 10 team. I think they're 12-2 and two now after beating Nebraska the other night. Michigan State has games where it's like, oof, these guys aren't great. And then they win by double digits. Like Michigan is, it's they're not bad, like okay bad. They're fucking bad, bad. Like might not win the NIT or make the NIT bad. Like that bad, like bottom of the Big Ten bad. Like Michigan, oh, you got Michigan Tuesday? Oh, that's a dub. You, let's go to fucking Ricks tonight. We're playing Michigan. They stink. Like bad, bad. Joke bad. Like Jawan Howard, oh, we just extended him. Is that? I, are we sure about that? Did, is that it? Because these guys fucking would lose to Troy High School. Like, bad, bad. And Michigan State, not that, not to say that they're world beaters and they're Anthony Davis's Kentucky, but Michigan State is – like, they'll have a bad game where they play poorly. They turn it over – Nebraska. They turn it over fucking 20 times, and they still win the game by 12. Like, there's levels. There's levels to this. And Michigan State the last couple weeks has hit a nice little stride where they're smacking teams, winning by double digits every night. Everybody's chipping in. It's like four different guys in double digits scoring. They were taking better care of the basketball. Never totally, and they never will. <laughs> Not as long as Tom Izzo's alive and breathing. Not They will never totally take care of the basketball. They'll, you know, they'll give you your 10, 15 turnovers a night. That's just what Michigan State does. But they've been playing pretty well. Tyson's been figuring it out. Max, the last two games, has started to hit some shots. Gabe's been fucking nuts all year long. He was great again against Nebraska. Bingham's been real good this year. Like, Malik's been fucking incredible this year. He's leveled up. Like, they've been strong all year. They opened the season with the loss to Kansas, and then they lost to Baylor in the tournament. Like, those are two of the best 10 teams in the country. And Michigan State has gotten better. Certainly since when they played Kansas, they've gotten better. This is a better team today than it was that game. I'm sure Kansas is better too. But like Michigan State, you you should feel good. If you're a State fan right now, you should feel damn good about this team. And I got friends. Like I understand. I got friends that like we'll text, we'll talk during the games where they're like, what the fuck's going on, dude? Nebraska's not good. Like, what is this? Why do we keep turning it over? This is bad. I can't, like, this is terrible. I can't. Where I get that. I get how that, you know, they're turning it over a million times. You're like, fuck this. These guys aren't that good because it is Nebraska and they are turning it over a thousand times. I get that for sure. Flip side, they're turning it over that much. They're playing that poorly. And they're still winning the games by double digits. Like, let that sink in for a moment. They're playing poorly. They're not good. And they're still winning by 12. Like, I think while it is, yes, you can be upset and you want more from the turnovers, like clean it up. And you're winning these games by 25, right? For sure. At the same time, there's something to be said for not playing your best and nothing deflates like turnovers, like turnovers, turnovers fuck you up. Turnovers are momentum swings. Turnovers make the other team start feeling good about themselves. And when they start feeling good, they start making shots. And when they start making shots, you start feeling bad. And when that all happens, all of a sudden you're losing and you lose. There's something to be said for turning it over or missing shots or Max Christie doesn't play well or Tyson Walker doesn't play well. 
essentially not having the best game and you still win by double digits, like that means something. I've said it on here before. Like the Oakland win was one particularly where like you're not it's not Duke. It's not Kentucky. It's not Gonzaga. Like it's fucking Oakland for sure. No disrespect. Shout out Grizzly Nation. It's Oakland. But but it means something to me. Like Oakland wants to beat MSU probably more than any other team they play until tournament time. Oakland has some ballers. Oh, like that game means a lot to Oakland. You make mistakes against Oakland, they'll make you pay. Like a game like that where Oakland made like 10, 12 different runs to try and come back and MSU kept pushing them off, holding them off, holding them off. That shit's impressive. And they didn't blow Oakland out. It wasn't like, holy shit, these guys just murdered Oakland. Michigan State's the real deal. It wasn't like that. It was impressive the fact that run after run, attempt after attempt on our lives that Oakland made, MSU was there to answer the bell. They were like, dude, we're not lo- we're not going to fucking – let you make this run and get us behind and lose. Like you're, we're going to hold this lead. You can make as many tries as you want. We're going to hold this lead and we're going to kick your ass. Those wins are impressive. Now, as it relates to Michigan state, Michigan, if they play this weekend, obviously MSU should win. I don't know what the line is. It's probably like seven points, six, seven points. It is in Ann Arbor. So maybe like four or five points. Michigan state should win the game. I expect Michigan state to win the game. I would be very upset, very sad, very surprised if they don't. The one thing, Michigan fans, the one thing working in your favor, I think is the fact that Michigan's pathetic. Now, would you rather be like 10 and three or would you rather be a top 25 team having a pretty good year than be probably the joke of the NCAA? Like who who had higher expectations and has performed worse than Michigan this year? They're fucking losing to UCF, bro. They're getting dominated by UCF. These guys, they can't beat anybody. All the, They lost a couple guards and they added two five-stars and returned Dickinson, and they fucking stink. I don't know if the, the five-stars I've read and heard like, oh, they're just here you know, for the year and then go to the league. I've heard they can't gel. Nobody's working well together. Whatever. Whatever excuse or whatever you want to say, it's fine. Whatever reason, that's Juwan's job. Like, it's not you're not starting four freshmen. It's this team doesn't rely hundred percent on the freshmen. You still have Dickinson. You still have Eli Brooks. Like, you still have other guys that have done it before that should be able to take that burden off of the freshman, you got fucking TikTok guy, Adrian Nunez, just checked out thinking about Corvette, Corvette, while free throws are going up. Like, that's the issue. And that's on Juwan. For two, either or. Either A, Juwan, why is this guy just doesn't give a fuck about the game? Or B, you know he doesn't give a fuck. Why is he in the game? Like, that's on Juwan. The freshman, for sure, it's difficult. You have a team that played so well together last year that was so reliant on experience and shooting and spacing you lose a guy like livers you lose a guy like mike smith you lose sean like franz like you lost a lot no doubt but guess what duke loses a lot every year kentucky loses a lot every year gonzaga loses a lot every year you're gonna hate to hear this michigan state loses a lot every year like michigan state lost Aaron henry i know msu wasn't good i mean they made the tournament they're pretty good but they weren't michigan state good last year they fucking lost Aaron henry one of the better players in the Big Ten. And now they're much, much better. Like, 
I don't want to come up. I don't want to do the whole like, who is the Juwan extension? Is that a bad idea? Because they fucking, they're like four and five since he signed the extension, which is horrible. Let me remind you once again. But at the same time, Juwan's still fairly new to this at the same time. Like, bro, that's his job. Juwan's job is to replace guys that go to the NBA. Juwan's job, like if he is doing his job to the best, like you're going to have guys that go to the NBA every year. You're going to have guys that leave every year and you're going to have to replace them every year. And you're going to have to make those replacements work every year. Like, bro, Tom Izzo's been doing it forever. He loses Cassius Winston. They weren't as good. They still made the tournament. He lost one of the greatest players in the history of the program. They weren't the best. They weren't the best Michigan State team the following year. They still made the tournament, though. They lost to a te- the team that knocked them out. UCLA went to the Final Four. Like, I- I'd be a little nervous, I would say, if I was a Michigan fan. And it's still a long season. Plenty of time for them to figure it out and make the tournament or whatever. Plenty of time. I mean, we saw MSU last year. They made their run to the tournament at the very end. So there's plenty of time. It is a little concerning, though, the fact that the first time Juwan's lost people, like lost big parts, lost big players, and all of a sudden it's a dumpster fire. And he brought. it's not even that he didn't have the replacements ready. It's the fact that he has the replacements. He has what one would think was the ideal replacements. He brought in uh, Devontae Jones, another transfer guard, to fill Mike Smith's role, Diabate, Houston, five-star kids, one-and-done NBA players. He has the replacements. He just can't get it to work. Like that might be more alarming than not having the replacements at all. Who knows if we'll figure it out. The one thing working in Michigan's favor this Saturday, though, I think is the fact that they're desperate. Like if you're Michigan right now, if you're sitting there, who better to play than Michigan State? You're playing like shit. You can't beat anybody. You got fucking guys on the on the uh, at the free throw. At the, whatever, on the low blocks, the rebounding positions on a free throw, staring off into the crowd while a rebound's available. Like, what's up? How are you a how are you a Division One basketball player and you're for real in the game not paying attention? What's up? Bro, what's up? Dog, if I saw a high school kid not paying attention like that, I'd lose my mind. You're, you, dude, you're getting your college paid for and you're fucking daydreaming in the middle of a game? Come on now. The one thing that'll get you out of a funk like that, the one thing you've got all this talent, Dickinson, the freshman, the one thing you would think that will help you get out of that rut is playing Michigan State. You would think. Because they're going to go into that game. I would imagine Juwan's going to have them ready to go. Like MSU-Michigan, Although maybe traditionally it hasn't been the greatest rivalry in the world. And by traditionally, I mean like before 2015. Because ever since Beeline got there, it's been awesome. Like this is a big rivalry. The Michigan State-Michigan rivalry as far as two-sport football-basketball rivalries go, I think is the best in the country. Like I don't think Michigan-Ohio State carries the same venom on basketball. At Auburn-Alabama basketball, nobody fucking cares. Like what else is out there? North Carolina-Duke, nobody gives a fuck about football. As far as two-sport rivalries go, I think this is the best rivalry in America. This Michigan – like, the basketball rivalry, people fucking care. Like, I want to beat Michigan bad. I want Michigan State to win every game, but it's one of those games that two times a year we get to play Michigan. I'm like, my mood for the day rests on that game. Like, I want to talk shit to Michigan fans. I want to know that our basketball program is better 
than Michigan fans. It's a huge game. And if Juwan can't get him up for that, then I don't know what he can get anybody up for. So I would imagine he will get him up for that game because how don't you get up for it? And there's no better game to play. If I'm a Michigan fan, I'm thinking about it. There's no better game to play to get out of this rut for like dudes like like Dickinson, like the freshman, everybody, Devontae Jones, to figure it out. There's no better game to play than at home against Michigan State. No matter how bad you've been, the crowd's going to be lit. MSU's going to come out and bring the intensity. Like It's either you're going to get ran over or you're going to f- be forced to match their intensity. That's the one, as a State fan, that's the one thing that makes me nervous because like I said, I think State should win. State's better. I think they will, right? They everyone is, You should expect them to. State's better than these guys. But the one thing, like Michigan being so bad and in the middle of such a bad spell, I think almost works to their advantage in this one game because back's against the wall. Like it's desperation time. Desperate teams, desperate people, like those people, like they act different. This Michigan team desperation, like you fucking need a win. You and it's Michigan State. It's desperation. Like they, I expect them to come out and bust their ass. I expect them to play their best game of the year. And as on the Michigan State side, I don't know. I I doubt is those allowing them to like, oh, Michigan fucking stinks this year. I doubt they're feeling that kind of way. But Maybe a little bit people are like, oh, Michigan's not even good. Like they're kind of overlooking them a little bit or they're not weighing them with the same intensity they usually do. And guess what? If Michigan comes out and they're feeling it and they're fucking intense and and want to play well in front of their fans and they kind of punch State in the mouth and State's not ready for that kind of dogfight, I'm going to be a little nervous. So I do think while Michigan's a joke and they fucking stink this year, I find it hilarious how everyone's like, oh, we're going to reload Natty and they just can't beat anybody. They're not even going to make the NIT. While I do find that hilarious, it does make me a little nervous as a state fan. Like teams that have nothing to lose scare me. Football, basketball, it doesn't fucking matter. Teams that have nothing to lose, it should scare you. Um, I hope they play, though. We'll see. I, I don't know. Michigan might not want the smoke. They might be ducking it. No, keep them healthy, though, for sure. But I hope they play. I fucking am pl- trying to plan my weekend around it. I'm for sure planning my Saturday around it, so I hope they play. We'll see, though. Anyways, that's all I got today, folks. Appreciate everybody who follows, who shares, who listens, everything. All the fans, all the supporters. My my life is becoming dedicated to you guys. So, like, I want to build this thing. I know I keep saying it, but I want to, like, make this fucking real. Um, I want to make it something big. So, I don't know. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Have a great weekend. Go green this weekend, baby. Go green. Take care of business. Izzo, let them know what's good. Oh, by the Jeremy Fears, number 27 player in the country, point guard coming to Michigan State. Another one in the long line of point guard greatness. I mean, Izzo does it again. Everybody who says he lost his fastball, you can suck my balls. Go green. We'll talk Saturday.